is in the know for Friday, November 18, the 322nd day of 2022. There are 43 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will get you ready for a cold weekend. And day number 18 of thankful giving. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I think your morning's going like mine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's, right. you, sometimes it's you just hit the wrong button, <laughs> or sometimes you're trying to do too many things at one That's time. Exactly. And what, uh, thing, what it is. And yes. plans go askew Quite a ride. suddenly. Uh-huh. Um, you are. You read a lot of different authors. I do. And I know a few of the ones you like the best. But do you have? Do you have who you think is the best writer of all time? Oh, uh, mm, no, no, that's too hard to answer. Would you be surprised know. if people, majority of people said that Shakespeare was in the top three? Yeah, uh, see. Hmm. No, Mark, I'm not surprised at that because I think some people don't know anything else to answer. Mark Twain was at number two. That's a good one. Surprisingly at number one. Dr. Seuss. Oh, now see, I would probably agree with that. Dr. Seuss, I think, is actually how (laughs) his name was really pronounced. But we say Seuss because Seussical rhymes with musical. He's a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Doha. It's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? You good? How are you? Not too bad. Uh, I would safe assumption dice tomatoes not one of your favorite Thanksgiving foods. That is even a. I mean, I'm not. I'm even not hating. saying it is a Thanksgiving I was say, food. I was safe like, is to that say, something that? Safe to say that would be I, in your I, list. I would of, be a little worried if I would get to a Thanksgiving dinner and there'd just be a plate of diced tomatoes. All right, be a little what, weird. All right, of the thanks of the traditional Thanksgiving foods, which one is at the top of the list of foods that you hate? I know hate's a strong word, but hate. if it, I, don't, I mean, my least favorite of traditional would probably be stuffing. My least favorite, if we're going in that realm. Okay. So where do you put cranberry sauce on the list? It's above stuffing. It is. You like yeah, cranberry? I mean, well, oh, I, you, it's above the list of things you like. Because we were talking about a list of things you dislike the most. So stuffing would be at the top of the list. So then, Yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, it's just like when I make my plate, if you're going on portion sizes, the stuffing will be the smallest portion and probably cranberry sauce would be the next smallest. Oh, So then that means you would dislike cranberry sauce more. If you go with the smaller no, 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 portion. No, 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 no. No, I'm no. eating cranberry second. Okay. So cranberry gets a little bigger with cranberry got, sauce, uh, and then it just okay. keeps getting bigger now from there. I got it. Uh-huh. Well, we had our list inverted, but then we started then we started ranking from a favorite stand. I'm just making sure I understood. Turkey is actually second. Yeah, see, I'm not – I would prefer ham or, and I mean, chicken or 
beef. If you loved the movie A Christmas Story more, you'd like turkey more. Uh, green well, bean casserole. My, my parents are both big fans of the Chris, A Christmas Story too, and they're not the biggest turkey fans either. Of course, Christmas Vacation can really turn you off uh-huh. to turkey. Uh-huh. Just a little dry. Just a little dry. Now the dogs might uh, see <laughs> Christmas Story and might see that they might be able maybe. To get the, Bump, uh, Bumpus hounds uh-huh. love turkey without a doubt. Green bean casserole is at uh, three, and ham is at four. And I thought that was odd. Now, I don't know what the actual list of traditional Thanksgiving foods constitutes. I think we've broadened it over the years. But turkey and ham have got to end up in there somewhere because they are, you know, considered traditional Thanksgiving foods. If you flipped it, is mashed potatoes one? Um, Would you say probably on that list? I don't, you know, I'm not sure. I, I I think sweet potatoes are more frequently on Thanksgiving tables than mashed potatoes. But I think more people like mashed potatoes than they like sweet potatoes. Uh, 100. Uh, absolutely 100. Well, see, I think in the South we put mashed potatoes on my, more, but I just... My, my favorite that I'm sure my mom is making is corn pudding. Oh. Corn pudding. Yeah, make, we've got a good corn pudding recipe. I make good corn pudding. I have a stepsister who requests that. Jimmy cracked corn and I don't care. I love like green bean casserole, but I don't want to see plain green beans. Oh, really? Because that's an everyday thing. Right. Yeah, that seems like a Sunday instead of Thanksgiving dinner. I got it. Uh, Snowy and cold this morning. Uh, The further north I came, and it's not like I started, you know, in Florida and worked my way north, but even from South Grayson County to the north side of Litchfield, there was no snow below the parkway, and then there were quite a few flurries uh, north of the parkway. But that will disappear. We'll see it be cold and dry this afternoon. We'll see a high of uh, 35 for today. Then we'll see very cold, a low of 20 overnight tonight. Tomorrow we'll see sunny and a high of 39. And now the rain chance for Thanksgiving Day down to 20%. It had crept up higher than that. Mid-50s, 20% chance of rain. Then look out for a Black Friday, maybe a little um, wet. And then uh, next Saturday might be a little wet as well. So there you go. All right, let's get some of the headlines. Nancy Pelosi will remain a member of Congress, but she will step down from her leadership position. So that was kind of all the talk in Washington yesterday. Well, that was half the talk. Half the talk yesterday was Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, no longer being leader. And then the other half of the talk was the Bidens and Hunter and all that stuff that the uh, now, well, come January, the majority in the House We'll try and basically just do the opposite of what's been done um, to the, their version of what's been done to them over the previous two years. So really kind of status quo, just the coin is turned over on the other side. Uh, so that happened yesterday. Also happening yesterday, uh, close to home here, a large outbuilding and its contents, including vehicles and equipment, have been destroyed in a fire on Sunbeam Road. Happened early this morning, actually. The Litchfield Fire Department responded to the 1900 block of Sunbeam Road. They found uh, one side of a building fully engulfed in flames. It was positioned about uh, 75 or 100 feet behind a residence. It had uh, lots of various things, three vehicles, truck, motorcycle, ammunition, uh, other items. Firefighters worked to extinguish that outbuilding, but also to keep uh, spreading to a wooded area. So that happened in the early morning hours, and I would imagine it was out there and it was cold uh, trying to battle that blaze as well. The governor yesterday defended... He has a news conference on Thursdays, and he defended the legality of his action on medical marijuana. He expressed his confidence yesterday that he's on solid legal ground in allowing Kentuckians with debilitating conditions to legally possess medical marijuana. 
calling it a viable alternative to addictive medications in a state ravaged by the opioid crisis. Now, here are the particulars. Uh, these are not all the particulars, but a Kentuckian would need certification from a licensed health care provider to verify a diagnosis for at least one of uh, 21 conditions that qualify, uh, cancer, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, PTSD, and this order is set to take effect January 1. And so what Governor Bashir has done is he's just pickleballed it right over there on the legislature's doorstep because the legislature will come into session early in January, and then they will be really conflicted because what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to decide what they want more. Do they want to strike down his executive order? And in doing that, they will have to come up with the mechanics for their own idea of medical marijuana, or do they want to give him, do they want to let his executive order ride and then it just be that and that'll be that. So they're just over here going, oh no, what, what, what are we, what are we going to do? But he did, he just went and it's over there and like, okay, you can volley it back however you want. Now, will they return serve? I don't know. I do know that he was wise to listen to, you know, he's been on a listening tour, if you will, for the last 90 days, hearing from people in the Commonwealth that have the research and have the data. And I think you can, yeah, uh, 68%, I think was the number I heard on KSR yesterday, is the number that was being thrown around, the number of people that uh, agree and say that it's okay. Now, I mean, if you if you survey, uh, you know, if you survey uh, 100 uber conservatives, then the numbers are going to be opposite of that. But I believe largely over the last decade, this is just the ideology on this has really shifted, especially in the medical space. For a commonwealth that has been ravaged by opioids, right? I mean, it's just wiped out a generation of our labor force. It's wiped out a whole bunch of parents because of opioid addiction. If this provides an alternative that makes us less likely to become addicted to opioids, and then that progresses into you get into some fentanyl and it's just it's pretty much all over, then it seems it seems practical. So at some point in time, we're going to have to swallow our political pride, and we're just going to have to do the right thing for Kentuckians. And I hope that they will figure that out in this session rather than just kicking the can down the road or just waiting to see what and hoping somebody else does something about it. Well, guess what? Somebody did. And you might like, might not like the way that he did it, but he took the opportunity. He saw the opening and said, now it's up to you. And now he makes them the bad guy. That's exactly right. You know, they got they got two options. They can become the bad guy, or they can go even further. You know, I, I doubt that they will, but there is, an, there is a political opening for them now to go even beyond that and say, well, while we're at it, let's just go ahead and... But, again, I think it's... I think it's it's unlikely. Um, but we're we're behind uh like it or don't we're we're behind on the issue in the landscape of the United States of uh, America and speaking of KSR I also did hear Matt say yesterday and I mentioned he he might very well be right an upcoming president is going to solve this you know it it could be Biden uh in his it could be Biden in his final two years. It could be the next president of the United States. But there is a day coming in the very short, before the end of the decade, without a doubt, and probably before the midpoint of the decade, you'll see a federal change on this, which will 
make it a little bit easier, I think, for states and um, all all people involved. He also went on, he being the governor yesterday, he also went on and gave an update on recovery efforts from the historic flooding in eastern Kentucky, including something that's being called, and again, I think this, this is helpful for all of us, should we ever be part of a, of a disaster where the federal government is involved. FEMA has something called a buyout program, and it's for people living in areas that are prone to flooding. So one of the worst things that can happen here is FEMA or local municipalities give folks money to rebuild, and they just build right back in the spot, making them a target for something that could happen uh, on down the road. Now, I think this is a 100-year flood. I don't think that it's likely that next spring that this is going to happen, but it proved that it can. So FEMA is just saying, we'll buy it from you, and then you can take the reason. But now it's ours. You can't build back on the same site and go do. So some people will be conflicted on whether that's their home, right? That's where mm-hmm. they were. They, their their parents were born on that property, yeah. and their parents were born on that property. So there's a real conflict, but maybe they'll take the opportunity to do something else. Speaking of the legislature, uh, David Osborne is uh, nominated as the House Speaker for a third term. So um, just like uh, things were shaping up in the Senate, things are also shaping up in the House to be similar. A name you know from nearby. House Caucus Chair Suzanne Miles from Owensboro will also continue in the role that she held since 2018. Anything exciting happened at fiscal court yesterday, Sam? Uh, yeah, was, there was a lot there was. Lots that went down. Okay. I'm sure that we'll have more on it. Um, there's going to be more um, tornado sirens that are going to be built throughout the county. I think uh, they're building eight or nine more okay. towers. Uh, and then they had first readings of two ordinances dealing with one with dogs and one with uh, alcohol. Uh, about um, they just had to do some now that falls are rough uh-huh. you can get it at the park and then a couple of other areas rock creek they just have to do some was there any legalities. discussion about chickens in clarkson uh, i don't <laughs> I think those are city limits okay i gotcha. <laughs> think i might need to talk to the police chief <laughs> i did talk to the police chief yesterday did, by the way but know? we did not talk about chickens no we <laughs> we actually talked about lady liberty Uh, Kentucky's lawyer disciplinary (laughs) system will be reviewed next month by an American Bar Association committee. The Kentucky Supreme Court and the Kentucky Bar Association said in a joint statement that they requested the review in an effort to create more efficiency, ensure due process, and protect both the public and the integrity of the legal profession. The review in December will evaluate the current system, and a report with any recommended changes will be submitted to the Supreme Court next spring. You know, it's always that's a famous thing on television and the movies. I'm going to have you disbarred, right? You know, they claim that you'll, I'll, you'll, you won't be able to practice law anymore. You're going to be disbarred. Oh, that's kind of what that that legal review thing uh, does. Georgia and their many fans have already um, and are arriving in Lexington where Georgia Bulldogs will be seeking to perfect their, uh, uh, to have a perfect SEC season as they roll into Lexington and play tomorrow on, it's the primetime game. It's at 2.30 Central Time tomorrow. Get all the Gary Danielson you can uh, you can desire. Uh, what do you hope for tomorrow, Sam? Just a close game? I it's, hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah, um, really. It's like protect everybody I mean, I for Louisville. I won't be watching, so it's not like it'll. Yeah, yeah. It's I, just, uh, I I don't know what to expect at this point. It's just 
you're just getting through. I'd rather win. I'd almost rather win next week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I would love to say we beat Georgia, uh-huh. uh, but I, I just I think because the, the, the issue is, is that, is that uh, if Georgia loses to Kentucky, then it really opens up the door for Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I don't want that. Stinky Tennessee. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, Western will play at Auburn down on the plains tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Now Auburn has gotten seemingly they've been rejuvenated with their coaching change. They got a Cadillac on the sideline, you know, running the show. Uh, you know, Brian Harson's out. So the teams that are te- teams that are down on their luck like that sometimes have a tendency to rebound and do a little bit better. But they're still vulnerable, aren't oh, they? Oh yeah, the tops have a shot. I mean, there's a this could be a good game. What is it like six and a half? Auburn, Auburn. Oh, is, is that what the line is? Yeah, I, six I, and a half I, I don't for Auburn. Usually keep track of that tomorrow. You know, I mean, they, they got a shot. I, yeah. I did like Auburn football put out a, a graphic. I don't know if you saw that. It was really cool. That I think they meant it to be a pro Auburn graphic, but it ended up looking really. It had because it's down on the plains, so they had like the stadium off into the distance, and up on the hill, it had big red standing and like looking down, and it looked uh, like he was walking into war. Uh-huh. So it was. It was just really cool oh, that. Wow. Uh, they almost made a pro-Western grab. Turned that around, didn't uh-huh. they? C.J. Frederick scored 17 last night. The Cats defeated South Carolina State at home. I didn't watch because I was busy watching a Survivor and Amazing Race. Did I miss anything? I, I was at Lady Cougar Basketball. So uh, I, I saw I, you were there, but I didn't know if maybe you no, I, were twin, I, twin screening. When or, I walked into the – no, you, it's, service doesn't necessarily exist that much at Grace County High School unless I bring my – Gonna say, I thought you had the hookup. Uh, yeah, I didn't, didn't, didn't prepare that. <laughs> but no, it. Uh, I walked in with about three minutes into the game, and I walked out as the game was ending. So I didn't really get to catch any of it. I knew that I didn't need to watch. Like, we just should have won, and and did. And so now they get Gonzaga in. Is that in Tacoma? Spokane. No, Spokane. It's in, it's it's in Spokane, Washington. Yeah, it's, I mean it's literally a mile and a half from Gonzaga's campus. Gotcha. Aaron Judge won the American League MVP in a runaway. And uh, Paul Goldschmidt won the National League MVP prize. So, honey, in your diary, you can write down. I know this doesn't mean anything to you, but I'm going to tie these two things together for you. You saw the AL MVP and the NL MVP play in the same game. And there are... There, you know, you haven't been to very many Major League Baseball games, <laughs> but the fact that you got to see both MVPs in the same game is is got to be a rare feat. Like, it's got to Sam. When you think that's a small fraternity for, well, I guess because of interleague play that, right? hasn't been as much in regular gonna, season. You're going to see it a lot more now. Sure, of course, because you're going to see more interleague play. But to this point, in regular season, I would think that the number of people who have in person seen, I don't, I would think that's a, you know, yeah, I don't know, I, I, would, I hadn't really put that much thought into. How about you put that down in our diary? Okay, all right. For me, well, I just, I was just trying to. I, basically, I was trying to make a case for <laughs> why it was a wise decision for you to choose oh, to go okay. to the Cardinals Yankees game with us when we went okay. for my birthday. All right, so. All right, there we go. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Apple Cider Day. It's good. Yeah, I like it occasionally. It is also Mickey Mouse Day today. It's widely considered Mickey's birthday. This is uh, 
He appeared in uh, Steamboat Willie in 1928, so it was the first. Well, he's getting up there. He's first almost. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, he's I mean, close to 100. He has aged a little bit. <laughs> it's Princess Day today. Oh, we so, have one of those. Yeah, we do. And, um, yeah. And the outfits prove it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tomorrow is International Men's Day. But it's odd that tomorrow is also Women's Entrepreneurship Day, so I don't know what cancels what. Tomorrow is World Toilet Day. Thank goodness for those. Mm, Gotta have them. Yeah. Tomorrow is Blow Bagpipes Day. Oh, there you go. There's an excuse for you to celebrate. It's my day. Maybe the bells will let you. Maybe you can make work something out there. We were watching some sort of cartoon or whatever, and there were bagpipes or... And I told Alea, I was like, <clears throat> he wants to play those. She looked at me like, are you for real? I told her, I was like, I'm going outside when he practices. Oh, you'll still hear it. And I have a feeling she'd be going with me. I, yeah. I mean, uh, you'd be first chair back by player in the Gracie County Band. Now, to be clear, I've never, I've never done anything that warrants having, like, bagpipe player at my funeral service. Oh, dear. But, like, that would be really fun. Well, in that, oh. doesn't Jason Thomas want that at his? Funeral? Yes, he does. Yeah, I just oh. think. I, I mean, but maybe you really supposed to do something to warrant it, or uh-huh. if if I was, you know, more maybe, into my heritage of maybe maybe you've just talked you about both, it enough. You both take lessons, in whichever. whichever <laughs> one. Okay, Misty and I are going somewhere. <laughs> you all help out the other one for a very long time. That's the payback for us missing the temptations. Okay, listen. Okay, he can move in with you. Okay. And I can move in with her. I think Sam's proposing is that we got the other one covered at the other's yeah, funeral. Yeah, That's Whoever, fine, you know. but you both have to practice pride. That's, that's true. That's right. Well, you can get a clubhouse somewhere and okay. practice. Sunday is Name Your PC Day. I used I, to do I, that. I call mine names a lot. Yeah, I've well. I've named mine in... A long time. I used to name them because I named them network place. Like when they had to have their network name, mm-hmm. I named them geographic places that. There's only one I that's still a geographic or, place, though, right? We've got Maui. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the only well, one I think that I know of. Maui's mm-hmm. the only one now, I think. And then uh, Sam, you don't know this, but back in the day, our servers were named after mythological features. So we had Venus, Thor, we had Apollo, we had. Yeah. So when I started, I knew exactly how much of a nerd he was. Yeah. yeah. I had help. Uh, yes, Sunday Sunday is also peanut butter fudge day. Oh, okay. All right. Today is day number 18 of thankful giving, and we're going to do 18 and 19 together. Then on yes. Monday, we'll do 20 and 21. So we are closing in. I mean, we're in the final third now of... Our 27 days of thankful giving. And for day number 18, that's today, we are bagged soup starter. So soup starter yes. mix. Okay, so um, creamy potato. Okay. Loaded potato or uh, cheddar broccoli. Um, I bet you'll take the cheddar broccoli. I'm taking I'll cheddar take, broccoli. I'll take the loaded. Okay. Of course. 
And uh, but Sam, if you'd rather have the loaded, you can have the well, loaded. I'll, t- I'll take that. If anything, I'd probably go with the cheddar broccoli. You like the cheddar broccoli oh, yeah, as well? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we get the bag soup starter. That's See, look, going look, in. This is something that if I got my box, I'd be happy with. Unlike yesterday. Oh, okay. You'd like the uh, hearty, uh, any of these hearty soup, not not hearty diced tomatoes. Hearty soup. <laughs> that's yes. and that's it. what you call an oxymoron. And then on the nineteenth for tomorrow, and it's going uh, with the, the temperature tomorrow. For, with the temperature tomorrow, tomorrow is going to be a very good chicken noodle soup day. Yeah. And so we will put chicken noodle soup into the box. Yeah. And then, again, if you need a list, we can help you finish up the final week because now through the 27th, mm-hmm. and again, I like to point out from time to time, the last one is toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The queen of kitchen gadgets sits over there. Oh, yeah. And I found one that you do not have that I would oh. be curious to know if you would like to have. It is the first ever kitchen gadget made by Cheetos, and it is the new Cheetos Duster. Okay. The new Cheetos Duster allows Cheetos fans to up their cooking game and add the iconic flavor of Cheetos to their own culinary creations. You just simply fill the glass jar with any Cheetos snacks. Screw the jar onto the base, hold the duster at an angle, and press the power button to start blending. So it'll chop them up, Mm -hmm. and it'll just put the Cheetos dust. So you might do Cheetos-coated mozzarella sticks, Mm. or you might do flaming hot turkey legs, or you might Mm. do Cheetos-rimmed cocktails, or Cheetos-dusted donuts. No thank you. But I can (laughs) see where, you know, basically Cheetos sprinkles. Mm -hmm. Nah. She's she's unconvinced. Nah, I Is, mean, all right. So, could you imagine if this said Doritos? On exactly. It That's okay. So all right, what I was. Thinking. So you really just—it's about the well, Cheetos, not I about mean, the mechanics. And I like Cheetos, but theoretically, if you get—I mean, you could put whatever you want in there. Well, That's I don't true. know that the Doritos would fit in there. Huh. Uh, well, you could help them. You, You'd yeah. have to help them a little bit. You could yeah. go ahead and crush them down. I could also put them in down. a food processor but and be done with it. Also think about this. Yeah, but you could you just get the little shaker and you'd feel like, you know, I'm putting a little splash of this on there. Imagine if you put Funyuns in there. Oh, I do love Funyuns. Yeah. See, that'd be all right. The Thanks to Wordle, which was a big part of the early part of 2022, The United Kingdom's Cambridge Dictionary's Word of the Year is as a result of Wordle. So there was a day back in the year, it was May 5th, as a matter of fact, that the Wordle Word of the Day caused great chaos in the United Kingdom because the Word of the Day was Homer. Simpson? Could have been. Or like... Or Baseball. you're a, yes, you're a fan of your own team. When you're a sellout for your own team, I'm a, I'm a homer, and so Wordle used that as the word. Problem is, that's not one that's really used in Britain. People in the United Kingdom don't know Homer, and so but so the the success rate of Brits and Scots and Welsh was so low that day that once they found out what it was. Google searches for the word spiked in the United Kingdom. And so the Cambridge Dictionary has added it as their word of the year. That's kind of cool. Makes sense. It is yeah. neat how a, it is neat how a game mm-hmm. can, you know, it has 
has cultural impact. impact yeah, yeah, cultural mm-hmm. impact, almost like Twitter or something. <laughs> Scrabble. Don't, don't the, get me started. The new Scrabble dictionary gets a radical update with abbreviations, slang, and proper nouns. Hmm. I'm going to need a Scrabble dictionary if you want me to play, mm-hmm. because I want to. I have invented so many words now that I'm unsure which words are real and which ones I have just invented out of convenience. So if I were to ever play Scrabble with someone and I was playing for realsies, as they say, I would have to have a dictionary to know whether I was to not know whether I was right or wrong, but to convince myself you've just made this word up and decided it's a real word. So yeah. can you can you buy a Scrabble dictionary? I I'm sure. Like they don't come with every game. You have to no. buy it oh, yeah, in addition separate. to, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if you can't. Oh yeah. But if you played if you and I played, we'd probably disagree with the other because we do make up words. That's true, but we also use the same words. <laughs> and that, right. And so, so we'd be we like, ha- okay. We have our own language, so we just go, okay, well, we, yeah, we, right. we agree. And my assumption is, is that these words that they're adding, you all won't be using anyways. Uh, some of them, you're exactly right. Uh, but I do think it's neat that Hasbro consults with Merriam-Webster to keep the actual Scrabble dictionary. So Jedi. Well, that one would be one I that use you that would one. Yeah. Onesie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Spork thingy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. T-H-I-N-G-I-E, not T-H-I-N-G-Y. Uh, okay. Thingy, but it's like, you know, that thingy. Uh-huh. T-H-I-N-G-I-E. I Hig, What's that one? You had to look that up for me one time. H-Y-G-G-E. H-Y-G-G-E. Is that Hig or Hig or? I've never heard of that. Deep, while you look that up, let's go on. Deep fake, page view, subtweet, docs, ambigram. Stan, Welp, uh, Fohawk, Zoodle. Uh, yeah, you need news. We do need new Z words. Right? The Z, Z words, You, if you've got a good arsenal of Z words that you can draw upon in Scrabble, you can really pick up some advantage. How are they spelling docs? D-O-X. Okay. Like right. if you dox <laughs> someone. Describes a mood of coziness, and it's a Danish and Norwegian word describing a mood of coziness. Okay. Does it, does it the give the pronunciation? Is it Hig? It, uh, well, I'm trying to see if it's usually. I'll need a 15 Normally there's a little thingy. <laughs> Zonky, Zook, Hangry, oh, Adorbs. Oh, see. It's no longer. Huga. Huga. Oh. oh. Let's spell it right. I, I love the monster of a Hugo. Huga. 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 <laughs> I had a Hugo that had a horn on it that said, Ayuga. Uh, I say Zoomer, Z-Doc, Zonky, Zook, Hangry. Uh, yeah, Adorbs, Swole, which is really the definition of Sam. Mm-hmm. Swole. Um, un, unfollow, unsub, unmute, unmalted. Sorry, Sam, but adulting got in as mm. well. Mm. I guess I'm surprised that some of these weren't already in there. I think a lot of these, though, if if you were playing, like if he played a couple of those words, you just would have thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, probably in there, right, because they're part of the parlance that we use, right. but they're not officially. Because, well, let's face it, though, some of those disputes in Scrabble, especially if you're getting your hat handed to you, you start challenging yeah. more words going, I don't think that's a word. You know, like, oh, well, let's go to the dictionary. Queso, slushy. 
House Queso. Well, I guess Queso is Spanish, technically, yeah. yeah. Iftar. I don't know what that is. There's the list in case you're looking to beef up on your yeah, I'm good. Scrabble library. A husband refuses to cook Thanksgiving dinner the way his wife wants it. <laughs> Thing learned to compromise. A husband doesn't want to make Thanksgiving dinner to his wife's liking. Well, then why is she making exactly. herself? She shared the issue in the I Am I the Butthead forum. And they're hosting a family dinner this year. He plans on doing the bulk of the cooking, including making a rib roast. He wants it to make it medium rare. She says that she and her parents prefer medium well or well done. She told him they don't like it bloody. He thinks it's a waste to cook it that way because they can just microwave their piece or eat the crispier ends or sides. And so he says this is one expensive piece of meat, and I don't want to ruin all of it. When the solution is clear, you can always cook a piece more, he wrote. I think saying microwave it maybe is a little bit like, come on. Like, we can do a little better than that. I agree. I think you can cut the rib roast in half and do half mm-hmm. medium rare and half medium well. I think that's exactly what this was what the the best suggestion I was able to glean was a simple solution of remove the portion you want to be medium rare or medium when it gets there. Yes. Leave the rest in. Everyone should be happy. So I think that while technically he is correct about if it's overcooked, you can't you can't walk that back. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think the spirit in which he's being defiant and determined is really where the rub or the problem is here. But similarly, I will tell you, if this is her family that they're having and she wants it to be a particular way to be her- hospitable to them... Why is she not more exactly. directly involved? I don't. I, and now, that's kind of where I come down. If you're going to do something, yeah. I'm not going to complain about the way that you do it. Sure. Now, I, I now also don't me. think that that means if if we're hosting an event in our home, I think we both. I don't think it should be based on well, it's your family, you do all the work. I think I think you're hosting something and you collaborate on it. But I think that there does need to be a spirit of. How do I come up with a workable solution where everyone can enjoy it, but without having to do what he says, take a very expensive piece of meat and cook it to a crisp to where it basically tastes like shoe leather? Nobody wants that. But, Sam, I mean, you immediately came up with a solution. So it really can't be that hard. Yeah, it can't be be that hard. So anyway, but I have a feeling that's... uh, the least the, of their problems. Well, that, and I have a feeling it's the tip of the iceberg of uh, arguments that are happening yes. around Thanksgiving dinner. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know? In 1923, a jockey suffered a fatal heart attack, but his horse finished and won the race making him the only jockey ever to win a race after his death. I've heard this. Wow. Do you know the jockey's name? Do you recall it? I don't. That's why I was wondering. I mean, obviously, jockeys get thrown and horses finish races, but this guy was still aboard. He he died mid-race, but then his horse won the race, making the jockey the winner. Didn't have to do it in his honor. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I have. I have heard that story before. Do you think horses, they sense something Absolutely. like that? You know, Absolutely. they know something's wrong. Oh, he's, he's, so not, get, he's not getting whipped anymore, so I'm sure he's <laughs> thinking. Well, seems like he might run slower, though. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I absolutely think the horse or horses sense. Absolutely. Weekend movie premiere. Frank Hayes was his name. Frank Hayes. Mm-hmm. Do you have that written down somewhere? Is I that have. how you knew? David Google at Belmont. I don't know if you said that part or not. I did not. Interesting. Uh, at the movie theater, an R-rated comedy horror called The Menu, starring Anya Taylor-Joy. We were talking about the Queen's Gambit earlier. Is that her? Yep, that's her. And uh, Rafe Fine, Finn, Finn, Rafe Fines. And then a R-rated drama history starring Carrie Mulligan and Patricia Clarkson called She Said. No one wants to go up against Black Panther still. Is, that's right. Too fresh. Is uh, She Said, is that a sequel to some movie he said. called He Said? <laughs> he Said, She Said. If not, they missed a great opportunity as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's see. Oh, Quentin Tarantino, for whatever reason, is in the news. And he says that he wanted to know what his... uh, He was asked what he thinks his best movie is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Uh, Django Unchained, pretty good, without a doubt. I mean, it's hard to watch. Um, Then He definitely has a style. Oh, he def- definitely mm-hmm. definitely has a style. But then, um, oh, I can't believe I've just spaced on the Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta. It's Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction yeah. You know, all right. Uh, so, that's what I was waiting for. That's why my eyebrow was raised. And I'm it's like, it's good. I, I I like it. I like it. I mean, it's harsh, but but Tarantino says his best, and it's my favorite. Is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like it. It's Brad Pitt, isn't it? Yeah, Brad Pitt. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not that old. It's uh, Margot Robbie is in it. I mean, there's just like there's all kinds of great people in it, and because yeah, it's what about five years old? Probably. It's got a great soundtrack. In fact, I use I use music from the soundtrack on the show all the time. Um, now you may not know that they're associated with that movie, but the last five minutes though is hard. It's, See, I've never just, seen it. Well, so the, he incorporates the Marilyn, uh, uh, the Manson family, not Marilyn Manson, the Charles Manson massacre. Like that's that's at the end, and so but spoilers, you, you don't really see it coming, and you then you go, whoa! I mean, it just it leaves an indelible impression upon you. But I think it's I think it's he's a really interesting guy. He's a weird guy, but he's an interesting guy. But I just so happen he thinks his best is happens to be my favorite. Are either of you all down in the dumps about not getting Taylor Swift tickets today? Nope. Not a bit? I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I As a Bengals season ticket holder, since they're playing at the Bengals Stadium, I almost joined in because they did a special as like to sell on the resale market just uh-huh. because, as you saw, <laughs> those prices were booming. I have thoroughly enjoyed – you know, I, I – I thought you know, I, I was one of the only people, well, that despised her as much. But I'm seeing on social media, I saw one the other day. Oh, no. I mean, but I saw one the other day that um, they wouldn't, uh, uh, oh, something about even in their bathroom. Like, even if she came to perform in their bathroom <laughs> when they were on the toilet, they wouldn't. I mean, 
I didn't realize. I mean, most everyone likes her. I do not. I think for a generation, I think for Taylor's age group, uh, Taylor Buckles' age group, Taylor Buckles' Beale's age group. To mine. That's right. She is a, she is an inspiration and she is, she represents that generation. And as a result, honey, people in your age group are just slightly too matronly. 20 to 35 is her, like, that's her sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Matronly? I was trying to be polite, diplomatic. He Okay. I think you know what he's trying to say. You're you're just a little bit because she was not part of your coming of age story uh-huh. and she was not an in, an inspiration to you when you were coming up. You kind of associate her with the next generation like she's the Pied Piper of all these young she's women those and kids. she sort of is. She what? She's them kids, you know, kind of thing. Like yeah, she, he's the kids. I think that's I'm part. sorry. I don't think she can carry a tune in a five-gallon bucket. Uh, no. I don't know. Anyway, Jeez. we don't have time for that today. It's Friday. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not going to get my matronly we still got drawers ele- ele- and watch. Ele- 11 minutes <laughs> left in the show, right? I, was matronly the wrong word? Should I have just said I'm old? I'm not sure. Should I have said old? I, I don't know at this point <laughs> if I'm offended or not. I, I mean... I'm certainly older than you are, so matronly. Well, I don't know how to describe it. He he was trying to be nice and not say that you're just you're too old for Taylor old for Taylor Swift. I was really trying to be. Does Anna like Taylor Swift? I don't think so. I mean, but she's probably on the back edge of. She was also raised by me. She's probably Uh too young. Uh-huh. You know, type of thing. And that that is well. But I'm sure if you if there was somebody watching that was 27, 28, they're probably going to say. I mean, I don't like Taylor Swift by any means, I, but it's not like I. I mean, Anna was raised listening to 70s and 80s rock, hip hop that was uh, toned down for the most part. Yeah. Um, rap that did not have explicative words in it. You know, here's what we have learned, though. Ticketmaster's got to be figured out because between their fees, their monopoly, their inability to deliver, you know, they set. And so I had that the first time trying to get Adele tickets. I wasn't successful the first. Yeah, first it's one. just, uh, you know, old school. You had to go on a Saturday morning, had to go to the grocery store in Owensboro and stand in line for an hour and a half. And maybe you might get tickets and maybe you might not. So we've come a long way from there. But it just shows you the global sensation that she is, that she can break Ticketmaster just with a regular ticket on the sales. Resale price is about ten grand right now. Mercy. Yeah. we got to get to a break. Come back, finish it up for the week. You're on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What is the strangest app you have heard of? You don't have to have used it, but it'd be a strange app that you know exists that you think that's weird. Like there's an actually an app for that because there seems to be an app for about everything. So I read about one. Um, this was a list that I was furnished yesterday before I got distracted on birds. The uh, one was there's actually an app called Places I've Pooped. <laughs> it's genius. Now, I don't know the real value in the app. Is it? Is it- is it, it is it collaborative? Oh, on. I think so. Yes. Are yeah, you yeah. are you basically reporting good experiences and saying? Well, heck yeah! You know, if you're driving down the road, you need to know if you need to stop at the gas station <laughs> on the left or the gas station on the right. Ten out of ten do recommend. Uh, you know, one out of ten do not recommend. Bit. 
I, so I can I can see there being value to that, but I think maybe they named it incorrectly. I think it should be called places you should poop. I mean, I think you could you could do uh, <laughs> poop places. Yeah, I don't know about places you should poop because then you couldn't report on the places that. Uh, that's true. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. So <laughs> it's poop Yelp. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much what it is. Yeah, no. All right. Any other? Like it. Any other weird apps? I can't think well, of that you one, know of. Really. I remember when I was young, they had the one that was, it was on your phone or it was on the iPod Touch at that point, and it was like a drink. And when you when you went like this, it would like pour so you could go like, oh, I'm taking a drink. Oh, that's oh, yeah. dumb, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but early, the early apps, though, when <laughs> you see them now, well, I mean, let's do it's probably an indicator of your age. If you have a flashlight app on your phone, you know, do you know those people mm-hmm. that still have the flashlight app? Even though right there on the home screen, there's a light. Turn it on. You, are you, do you know somebody? That, I did fall victim to the mirror I, app one time. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that there might be some people that still have. You gonna call some names out here? No, I might have, I might have to see some of them later, and I don't want mm-hmm. to run a, run afoul. You fell victim of the mirror app when yes. it was just a forward facing camera. No, no, you actually like I thought it was going to be a mirror, and then you download it, and like when it pops up, it's a monkey's face. Oh, yeah, but I thought it was going to actually. <laughs> and there, by this the way, it's been a long time ago. By the way, they're probably still stealing your data as a result of you saying yes to downloading <laughs> that app. Uh, the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip tonight on uh, Bravo. That's, what is it? That's where they get you, right? That's where they get you. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony on HBO tomorrow night. On Sunday, the American Music Awards. Don't forget, Pink is doing a tribute to Olivia Newton-John. No, Hallmark tomorrow night? Uh, Hallmark tomorrow night is uh, Three Wise Men and a Baby, which I think the Cook family stars in. <laughs> Gotta say, so is it uh, Trey, Alex, and Dennis? Are the three wise men? Yes, pretty much. Uh, Don't so then Yellowstone also season five episode three is on Sunday evening. Sam, what's K one hundred five digital productions got tonight? We got Meet the Cougar night tonight, and I'll pull up pull up our, our fancy graphic. It'll be actually a lot of fun. If you can't come out to the school, you can watch with us as they have an alumni. Three-point shooting contest, scrimmages. We'll interview, if you're watching with us, we'll interview some of the players, uh, some of the coaches, get get you introduced to the team because basketball season starts November 29th, I think, whatever that Tuesday is, as both teams head to Breckenridge County. Okay. Um, so And then there'll be, a, I know that the cheerleaders are really excited about their performance. You want to make sure that you're watching with us uh, to see what they are doing. Uh, and, yeah, and there's a special thing you need to is. do. Did, uh, you, did you say it was a cheese day? It starts on a Tuesday? Yes, the, the 29th. Season, I'm season almost positive. Oh, yes. okay. This is tonight, though, at 6 o'clock. If you, I mean, come out and support because this is a big fundraiser for the Lady Cooter basketball team especially, so if you can. My money, by the way, my money on the alumni is on Alex Majors. Oh, Keegan, she, Keegan. She's, she's going to light it up. Uh, Keegan Sharp would be my, uh, no, you no. got Alex Majors? Okay. Yeah, that's who I'm taking. Okay. I'm going to make it rain. Is that your, uh, you're going okay, go to go Okay, well, if we're picking, I know Mason Galloway. There you go. Mason's a good kid. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1978, Representative Leo Ryan of California and four other uh, others were killed on an airstrip in Jonestown, Ghana. Um, part of that Jonestown. Um, 
deal. In 1883, United States and Canada adopted a system of standard time zones, and we've been arguing about it ever since. 1963, the Bell System introduced the first commercial touchtone telephone system. Calvin and Hobbes was first published this date, 1985. Great comic. They actually used um, a Calvin and Hobbes uh, illustration at the planetarium the other day. They did? Mm-hmm. Was it somebody peeing on something? No, not okay. this one. I'm going to think without Calvin and Hobbes, what would people have on stuck to their windows <laughs> of their vehicles? That is true. Birthdays today. Linda Evans is 80. Kevin Nealon is 69. Kevin Nealon is sneaky old. You know, Kevin Nealon was on SNL. And then he's in Just Go With It. You know, when he, Danny McAbee does the, he does the plastic surgery on Kevin Nealon and he can't move his face. And he's, but he's hard to believe he's almost 70. (laughs) Kim Wilde is 62 today. Nassim Pedrat is 41. And Olympic gold medalist Allison Felix is 37. Oh, I forgot. Owen Wilson is 54. Mr. John Beck with himself. Wow. Now, I love him in Wedding That's Crashers. Crazy. Like, Wedding Crashers is my favorite Owen Wilson movie. But Yumi and Dupree is solid. Oh, yeah. It is he is solid. in my favorite Disney movie of all time, and it's not even close. Cars. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, goodness. you like. I forgot how much you like Cars. Wow. Gone but not forgotten, George Gallup in 1901, Johnny Mercer in 1909. He's Lightning McQueen. Chart toppers. He is Lightning McQueen. Uh-huh. Listen, and if, 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 if Roger Lush was still watching today, I know his grandson's a big Lightning McQueen fan. So he'd be, he'd be with us. He'd be Lightning. with me there. Lightning. Della Reese, don't you know, number one in 59. I'm in love with you for the rest of my whole life. Let's go to 1968, The Beatles. Don't make it bad. And Judy. As in, hey, Judy. Make it better. Was it Judy, Judy? Was it Hey Jude that he or no, it was Let It Be that he sang at the opening ceremonies in London, wasn't it? I think that's right. And it was really good, I remember. Because I think the crowd. Oh. They all turned their flashlight uh-huh. apps on on their phone uh-huh. and did this. Sorry. Well, we can't do lighters anymore. No, that's fun. By the way, that's really impressive when they do that. Kroger Field to start the fourth quarter. They do Grove Street uh-huh. and everybody gets their phone out with their... Well, it's cool if you download the app, too. They they can... Control the uh-huh. strobe on it. Uh-huh. Uh, Debbie Boone, you delight at my life. I like it, too. And I'm not sure if Kroger Field's gotten to this point. The game that I went to, it uh, there wasn't much to celebrate. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, where they can, the can turn the lights off and kind of turn off half of them and do strobes. The alternating. Uh-huh. Eddie Money, take me home tonight, number one in 86. George Strait, check yes or no in 95. Over and over, Nelly and Tim McGraw in 04. And Wrecking Ball, Miley Cyrus, number one, nine years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, do good and good will come to you. Do good and good will come to you. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.